Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. I thought we could have a little fun and play a little game here if you want to come along with me on this. Uh, we'll call it Agree or Disagree. I'll do my best uh, Pat Sajak or, uh, or something like that, you know, my best game show host kind of thing here. And uh, I'll give you some financial statements, some financial things that we hear a lot in the industry. And you just let us know if you agree or disagree with these and, and kind of what your take on some of this is, all right? Sure, sounds fun. All right, let's dive into the first one here. This one's always a hot button issue for a lot of people when it pertains to the mortgage. So agree or disagree, Eric, you should always pay off your house as soon as you possibly can. Well, you can kind of go either way with that. Now, personally, I disagree with that in that if you're sacrificing your savings for the future, your retirement savings just to get that mortgage paid off, that's where I would say I would disagree with that. Okay. I do agree that, you know, it's better to have no debt than any debt, but if you're going to have debt, the mortgage debt is, you know, some of the better debt. Interest is tax deductible, but that's changing for a lot of people in 2018 due to the uh, standard deduction being so high. But if you think about this, it's you're buying an asset that is appreciating. The mortgage payment does not inflate. So if you have a fixed rate mortgage, that principal and interest payments can remain level for the life of the loan. But you should have increases in salary and promotions and raises and that kind of stuff. So your your pay around it will increase. It's going to seem less and less of a burden the longer out you go. And you really need to pay yourself first, your future self. So that needs to be a priority as well. So if you're maxing out your retirement savings and then you're looking for some other place to put your money into because you have you know extra money, then I would say paying off your debt as soon as possible is always a great idea. But you know, if you pay off your house, the one thing I, I got to point out to people sometimes, if your home is paid off, and let's say it's worth you know $250,000 and you need that money, how do you ever get that money back out of the house? Hmm, okay. You know, you can't cut a hole in the drywall and reach in and pull out dollar bills. Well, that'd be nice, though, wouldn't it? That'd be sweet, yeah. <laughs> However, so you either have to, you know, one of two ways. Either you have to sell the asset, and then you have to replace your shelter, right? So you're yeah. going to, you know, go into something else, either buy another home or rent something, or you have to take out a loan against it. So home equity is a touchy thing. A lot of It is part of your net worth. However, it's not what we call investable net worth because the only ways to access them are not that great. You either got to sell it and replace it, and then you're you know, maybe going back into debt again, or you have to uh, borrow against it, in which case you have another another loan, unless you do reverse mortgage. That's a whole other topic. But. I got you. So I would say- It's a maybe. For the original question, <laughs> it's a maybe. Okay. If, as long as you're not sacrificing your retirement savings at the expense of just getting that mortgage paid off as soon as possible. Okay. And as even- long as you're, and as I say, even in the emotional component, because a lot of people, I think this is where they get tripped up. They just want to feel, I guess, better. They want to have that kind of sigh of relief about having the house gone. Really, you should let the, maybe the math dictate that. And when you're talking with an advisor such as yourself, just kind of see if that's going to be the best scenario. 
Right, right. It's always best to pay out the highest interest rate debts first and then go after the lowest ones. And even the ones that are tax deductible are sometimes good. So that's that bad debt, good debt type of thing. Yeah. It's always best if you have no debt. You don't want to be a, uh, you know, you don't want to owe anybody anything. That means it's less that you really need to maintain your standard of living. But having a mortgage and even having a mortgage going into retirement is not so bad. In other words, it's not we cannot enter retirement if we're carrying a mortgage. It's not necessarily that bad. I've shown a lot of clients and they've actually decided to retire early, even though they had a mortgage, just because it fits into their budget. It all depends on what the budget is. Right. And as long as you have the money to cover it, it's okay. Okay. Well, we're playing agree or disagree here on the program. You are, of course, listening to uh, Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson from Peterson Financial Group. I'm Mark Killian, riding alongside today as we're talking about uh, the worlds of finance, investing, and retirement. And so we've got a few more of these to, to do, uh, Eric, so we'll try to plow through some of these. Agree or disagree, individual bonds are better than bond funds. Absolutely agree with that. And this is where, when people talk about bonds, when they come to our workshops or our classes, and we have a class coming up we'll talk about later, they always talk about bonds. And bonds are a diversification tool because you tend to go more towards bonds the closer you get to retirement to wean off of the risk from the stock market. But there's a huge difference between owning an individual bond and a bond fund. Because when you own an individual bond, you're not so concerned with that interest rate change that's changing the value of your bond because you're probably going to hold that to maturity, get back the amount you invested, and then collect the interest along the way. So what happens is you have to kind of picture a teeter-totter and interest rates on one side and price on the other one. And so if one side's down, the other side's going to be up. You can't have a teeter-totter that's, I mean, sometimes it could be perfectly level. You know, if you have two people the same weight. <laughs> right, which is never the level. case. <laughs> Yeah, and so sometimes it, it, it might be perfectly, but normally time one side is going to be up or down. So right. if interest rates go down, then the value of a bond increases. But if interest rates go up, the value of a bond decreases. That doesn't matter to you if you own the individual bond, if you're just looking to collect the coupon. Now, most people don't own individual bonds. It takes a lot of money to get a properly diversified amount of bonds. Okay, so what people look at are bond funds. And that's what your broker is recommending to you, some kind of a bond fund. So you have to visualize that inside of that bond fund, you have hundreds, if not thousands of different bonds. And every time the interest rate change, all those bonds change in price. And so when they start quoting you a, a gross return of that bond fund, you have to think of it that there's two things, two pieces that make that return. So they say, hey, this bond fund returned 5% last year. Okay, you got to think, okay, how much is the coupons? And then how much was appreciation or the change in the value of the underlying bonds that are in there? And so if you go and look at the coupons and say, okay, the coupons were 2.5%, let's say. So that's the cash coming in from the bonds that are kicking off. Then the other 2.5% was coming from the appreciation of those bonds. That appreciation is based on the interest rates. So if interest rates move, that appreciation goes away. Gotcha, okay. So one side is cash. The other side we call hope. Because cash is what you're getting. The other side, you hope it works out. So what I see is that if interest rates start to move up from here, those could lose, have a losing position. Now, it's not a huge, maybe, you know, 1% negative, something like that, but it's still a risk. But if you own the individual bond, you don't have to worry about that because you're just worried about the coupon. So that's why I agree that if you do have enough money or can build enough portfolio and you want bonds, own the individual bonds, don't own a bond fund. 
Okay. Well, we're talking about to agree or disagree here on the program. And, you know, when you're thinking about the bonds, uh, the way I always remembered it, Eric, someone had taught me this a while ago, was when rates are high, bonds die. And when rates are low, bonds grow. It's kind of an easy way to remember that for me. So uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good Absolutely, little rhyme, right? Right, because you buy them at a – when rates are low, okay, then the bond is appreciated in value because it's more attractive to somebody else. Yeah. If your bond, let's say, is paying 5% and rates are at 3 well, who doesn't want something paying five if I can only get three somewhere else? Right. But the opposite, if rates are at five and yours is only paying three, guess what? <laughs> it's not that attractive. So you have to discount it. So, yeah. yeah. Lots good, of, good little analogy there. A good little analogy. A, good, a, lot of, a lot of things to think about. So my next one here for you, Eric, is nobody needs life insurance once they've retired. Do you agree or disagree with that? That could fall in the category of disagree to maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a definite now, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, so many questions that financial advisors uh, are asked can be answered very easily with depends. Right. Because every situation is a little bit different. Now, I will agree with people that you probably don't need life insurance for the reasons why you bought it while you're working. You know, one of the primary reasons you buy life insurance while you're working is if something happens to you, you know, you can pay off the mortgage, you can pay the bills, you can still have an income for your spouse and send the kids to college, all that kind of stuff. You have to replace the income that you're generating. You have a, a value, if you will. You know, and uh, a lot of people would calculate a life insurance by how much you were making. So if you're making $50,000 a year, you need 10 years of insurance, you need a $500,000 policy, something like that. Now, once you've reached retirement, you've hopefully accumulated some money. So if you lost your job, which is really what retirement is, if you think about it, right, you lose your job. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You have money to replace the income. So you don't need the life insurance for that particular reason you know, probably is, you know, most people in retirement like to be is debt free. So you don't have any bills to pay for. Hopefully, knock on wood, the kids are out of school and, and independent and on, on their own. You got and, them off the payroll, right? Yeah. Yeah. We hope that we can get to retirement exactly. with, with a clean slate. So you don't need it for those reasons. However, before you throw the baby out with the bathwater, as I tell people, is that you want to take a look and see, can I use this for a tax arbitrage? So Life insurance is a very unique type of a tool. It does a lot of things, but one of its main components is that it is a tax-free asset. So when life insurance pays out, the death benefit pays out, those are going to be tax-free. Now, you can also do tax-free distributions if you do it correctly, but it's one of the only three things that is tax-free. The other two are going to be Roth IRAs and the interest on municipal bonds. So it's not that you need it for the original reasons you bought it, but maybe you need it for this tax arbitrage. I think one of the biggest threats to people in retirement is the taxes that are going to be levied on them. You can't control those. And the government spends a heck of a lot of money and may need to raise them down the road and you have no control and most of your assets are 100% taxable when they come out. So you need to look at life insurance with an open mind in retirement and see how you can use it strategically as opposed to just looking at the way you traditionally bought it. Yeah, it's going to be another possible component to a retirement plan, an overall plan. But again, you have to look at the situation. You have to sit down and talk with an advisor and find out if it's going to be right for you. This is Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson, 515-226-1500. Again, 515-226-1500. If you've got questions and concerns, things you'd like to ask Eric and his team, get yourself on the calendar, 515-226-1500. Okay, so speaking of another component that may or may not work for some people, I'm going to get crazy here and use the A word on the radio, and that's annuities. So my agree or disagree for you, Eric, is annuities. Are they a ripoff? Absolutely disagree with that. Okay. But the funny thing is, is that there are some people that have, I guess would 
can be considered ripped off by buying an annuity. An annuity is a tool, and then it's not a tool suited for everybody. But there's a lot of people out there that think it's a tool that everyone should have, and they'll do any matter, any way they can to sell you that tool. They'll make it sound like the greatest thing since sliced bread. The square peg and a round hole thing, right? Exactly. And if all I have to sell is that, I'm going to go around and make sure everyone has one whether you think you need it or not. <laughs> you know, the other night, my wife and I uh, wanted some Chinese. We were in the mood for that. And okay. so in our town, in Ankeny, there's a great place that we like to go to. And uh, the unfortunate thing is they don't have an actual website. So I just Googled it real fast. I just wanted to see, you know, I kind of remember what it is, but I just wanted to make sure that the names of the things. So right. it took me to a website called Zumato, and that had their menu on there. Okay, these are the two things that we want. But then I scrolled down a little bit, and I saw the comments from people. Now, this is a place we've gone to for, gosh, 15 years. You oh, know, wow. it's okay. always great. That's why we always go there. Right. And I was just shocked at some of the negative reviews. I mean, the one person that had a review on there was like, there's no way he walked into the same restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of that way that two people could buy the exact same product or have the exact same experience and come up with totally different outcomes or totally well, different interpretations. That's a good way of looking at that. Yeah. So that's how annuities sometimes are. You know, sometimes you hear the story of somebody that purchased one and I think it was probably sold incorrectly. And so they feel like they were ripped off. Right. But other people may buy one and think it's the greatest thing to help them in their retirement. So a very simple analogy that I use in my classes and I tell people is don't look at annuity unless you need a pill in retirement. Okay. So think about pill, P-I-L-L. So each one of those stands for a different word. So P, if you're worried about protection of your principal, that's what annuities can do, especially fixed annuities. They can preserve your principal. All right. Okay. If you're not concerned with that, then don't look at them. If you need income, that's what annuities do is they generate income in a very efficient way and they can generate income even if you deplete your principal. So people like that. So if you're not worried about income, don't look at them. If you're worried about the risk of longevity, longevity risk which is outliving your money. So annuities can pay you for the rest of your life. That's a big benefit. Some people want that. Some people don't. So if you're not worried about longevity, then don't look at them. And then long-term care. A lot of annuities have some additional features that will help with the expenses of long-term care. So if you're not worried about those four things, then never look at an annuity. And then you'll never feel like you're ripped off. But if you're concerned with any one of those four things, then you may want to look at it as just Keep an open mind. It's just a different tool. Right. And it may work for you. It may not. But don't just shut them down just because you heard of someone that had a bad experience, maybe. Yeah. And there's always those buzzwords, right, that do kind of trigger that with people. And so it's always a good idea to talk with an advisor. Make sure that you're communicating the, the things that you want to get across in retirement. And then look at the different tools that they have in the tool belt to work with. And that's a lot of one of the reasons we do the program is to offer a useful nugget or two of information that hopefully you'll find interesting and then reach out and have a conversation about what's important to you. So our final one, Eric, here on Agree or Disagree is that you'll be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. So it's best to defer taxes now and pay them later. Agree or disagree? That's a baby. Okay. <laughs> that's another definite maybe. <laughs> that definitely maybe. Because the most of the times that is true. But taxes are going to be unpredictable. We don't know what they're going to go to because we do know the current tax rates that were just passed are only good till 2028. From there, they're going to have to you know, do something else. These will sunset. So they could be much higher. If you've uh, done a great job of saving and you have a lot of money that's in those accounts, you may, because of required minimum distributions, you may be pushed into another tax bracket. So you really need to sit down and look at a plan and, and go through a process where you can see, okay, this is a tax bracket I'm in now. Potentially, this is where I may be. 
So do I want to put more on the tax deferred side or maybe I want to shift that to tax free and pay the taxes now and not pay taxes down the road? So to use a farming analogy, which is big in our area, of course, is that, you know, you can pay tax on the seed you put in the ground now and not pay tax on the harvest. Right. Or you get a tax deduction for the seed you put in now, but then the harvest is fully taxable. So when you put it in that light, most people say, well, I'd rather not pay tax on the harvest. Well, then you got to go through a little pain now, which is paying more taxes now to get it in that tax-free stage. Plus, you're limited to how much you can put in. This is all part of a planning process. You know, when we go through this for our clients that we take them through and show them, hey, you know, we want to shift some over tax-free. It's the best bucket of money you could have in the world is tax-free money. But there's strategic ways you can do it. So that's part of our planning process. So if you've never been through that or your advisor's not showing you that and you want to experience that, then pick up the phone and give us a call. It's one of the things that we do in our retirement readiness review. We're going to show you, hey, how can I take some of this money and shift it from forever taxed money to never taxed money in the most tax efficient way? How can I take advantage when I first retire, being in my lowest tax bracket ever, to maybe shift some money around, right? Before I start flipping on all my switches for income and things. Look at it strategically. That's the guidance and help that we give. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.